Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports! Welcome to Not Quite Scottish Imports. I'm Claire, uh, and, and Brad and Tammy are here as well, and we talk about Highlander on this podcast, and we talk about the fashions, because we are not only a podcast, we're a fashion store called Not Quite Scottish Imports. We sell all kinds of things, but none of them are Scottish. That's what we do. No, no. <laughs> I mean, well, we can't sell something that's completely Scottish. First of all, we're yeah. not Scottish, so that would I'm be I'm a weird. little bit Scottish. And, you know, and I'm just not quite Scottish at all. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, this week we are covering the episode Starcrossed. Mm-hmm. Which I'm not Why is it called that? Quite sure. I don't know. Uh, yeah. Uh, yeah, because when. I, I mean, you know, I, I know the episode title going in because it says it like right at the beginning of the episode. But then I guess I don't really think about it until we start recording and I have to look at the title again and I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> yeah. What is that? What is that about? So, couldn't tell you. Can't tell you. Don't know. Nope. I don't know who's, like, because usually that's talking Fitzcarran about, like... star-crossed love? <sighs> God. Yeah, is... Is, mm-hmm. <laughs> is Fitzcarran... Yeah, is is he Duncan's star-crossed lover? <laughs> I hope so. The hate sex would be amazing. Oh, man. What's, what's, the, name of, what's the name of his lady in this? I've already forgotten her name. Which one is she? Like Naomi. Naomi, yes. She's amazing. Yeah. Except for she doesn't tie her hair up and she's a chef. Uh, yeah, I had that That was note. grossing me out. Well, you know. Like, get a hairband. <laughs> she definitely had that, like, 90s semi-lion's mane going on. Like, we're not yeah. doing it as big as the 80s, but we still got it a little poofed out. The Janine um, Garofalo. Yeah. Well, let's go ahead and start with 60-second summary. Oh, no. <sighs> All right. All of our names, but mostly mine, is in a device. <laughs> <laughs> Alexa, open 60-second summary. Okay, let me pick. Tammy. Oh, Yay! God. All right, all right, all right, all right. I'll accept it. Still not clear, though. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the real part. It'll never be me. Never! Uh, we're never trying, we're trying to figure out why that is, though. That's... Yeah. You'll never get me alive. I'm gonna hack the system like Duncan McCloud. Uh, (laughs) Yeah, with my one finger typing. Claire, please, sorry, Tammy, please take a moment. (laughs) Don't you dare. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Sneaky, sneaky. He got scared for a second, though. (laughs) No, I was like, I'm not doing it. Uh, Take a moment, collect your thoughts. Think about what happened in this episode. What were people doing? What were they wearing? What were they wearing? What was wearing. going on with the music? The what the <laughs> fuck was that music cue? <laughs> um, How many minutes recap did we have? I mean, what, which beloved character returns to us? Um, and, yeah. What is going to go down with Richie on this fucking racetrack that they've been building <laughs> towards? Um, whatever you How need. have we reached a time where Richie has the best hair out of everyone? Uh, how cool was, was that turtleneck uh, jacket? Combo. Of you. How much you did need. I think of Brad when I saw yeah, the yeah. outfit? <laughs> Whatever you need to discuss this episode in as much detail as possible <laughs> without going over one minute or ridiculously under because then you would be a disgruntled chef chump. Oh, God. Oh, who's a terrible actor. Yeah. I, <laughs> I swear they were feeding a, him his life. A comedic oh, a terrible corpse. Actor. 
I'm Chump. sorry, is he, is he a terrible actor, or did he have a terrible person um, redubbing his lines? Oh, that's Maybe, true. Maybe, yeah. Because, I mean, as always, when we go to France, <laughs> next level ADR. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> All right, and you will be going in three, two, one, go. All right, we got Duncan back in France because, of course, he's dead now in, in Seacouver, so he's going to just go back to his boat, which Maurice got back for him. That barge is... Yeah back and so is Maurice um, and also Fitzcarran is like a lunatic he's kind of crazy um, but he's crazy in love with Naomi the chef and then we get some fun flashbacks but you know who else is back? Callus. God damn that guy. And why? Why does he have to kill things that we love? Why couldn't he kill Anne? That's the real question. He's Seriously. gonna kill Fitzcarran, but he didn't kill Anne? Like, he was just gonna frame her for murder- murdering other people? No. She should have been dead. Like, the more I watch this episode, the more I'm like, why did she die? <laughs> Um, but no, Fitzcarran ends up dying. It's super sad. Richie's like winning all kinds of races, so I don't know what that's about. And he's looking super cool doing it. At the end. One minute. <laughs> oh, Fitzcarran, why? I know. Yeah. Like, even I'm as so we got to, to the fight, as we got to the fight, I was like, oh, are they actually going to kill him? Surely not. No. Because yeah. the fact that it's called the, ca- the Callus Saga in the IMDb description, I was like, well, Callus isn't going to die. And I was like, one of these two's going to die. And I was like, oh. Uh, but why didn't yeah. Duncan go and gobble up his quickening? I yeah. I thought it would be so funny if Duncan just jumped in front of Callus. <laughs> Yeah. I need more of that. I need more of that happening. Yeah. I need, I need more, more of immortals disappearing basically in smoke bombs, which is what Callus <laughs> did, which was hilarious to me. I After really, giving Duncan all the time. All of it. Yeah. And Duncan knowing it, and Duncan's like, yeah, I'll wait till you're you've got your power back. Like I didn't understand Duncan at all. Alright, uh Claire, why don't Hello. you why don't you tell some fun facts? Oh, I can but tell the one fun fact, dearest Tammy, which is in the flashback where Duncan meets Fitz, the castle they are at is Pierrefonds in France, north of Paris. Also used to film Merlin the series. Did you ever watch that, Tammy? What was it? Merlin the series. No, I did not. Me neither. It looked rubbish. <laughs> uh, and that's all I have. I didn't oh, like the right. fact that Merlin well, wasn't then. an old man with a beard in that series. Yeah, I don't. He's not supposed to be, right? Isn't I think I so? Know. Isn't he? I don't know. But um, oh, maybe they mean the Merlin with Sam Neill in and Isabella uh, Rossellini and Martin, and Martin Short, Short being Martin Short. Like I watched <laughs> it again recently, and I was like, oh, there's some casual racism in this that makes me very uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah. It was very of the time, but yeah, no, I, I had that I on VHS. It. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And Helena Bonham Carter. It was good. Huh. Oh. Mm. Well, let's see. Um, I'm gonna start with dusty reviews because this actually to me was kind of also left over from last week which I know um, I'm pretty sure Claire and I talked about too was this idea of why and how is Callus so skilled given he, he spent centuries hiding out in a monastery this is yeah. a question Dusty has which we had last week as well it's like yeah I mean, he was, yeah, he was taking people's quickenings and stuff, but he was, like, literally just catching immortals off guard and then just taking their heads. So it wasn't like he was learning to fight. I don't know. Anyway. Um, but he does like uh, Callus as a villain. And I do, too. I like him a lot fucking more than Horton. Absolutely. So, mm-hmm. um, and I do find him scarier. Yeah. Uh, and then Fitzcarrity says is his favorite.
favorite of Duncan's immortal friends, and he's very sad that he died, same as all of us, and uh, he's hoping we get to see him at least in flashback, since the show is all about flashback, which we could. Mm-hmm. Um, not anything really in the uh, cutscenes, so I am going to jump to the DVD extras, because Stan Kirsch had some really cute things to say about Roger Daltrey, so I wanted to kind oh. of read through that. Because um, everyone was just talking, like, basically, ever, anybody on this DVD actor was, like, just talking about what a joy Roger Daltrey was. But Stan Kirsch said, I was stunned by how human and normal he was growing up and being a fan of The Who and seeing sort of him and Mick Jagger, you know, in one spot. Um, I was a little nervous, and I do remember there was the first or second day he came to shoot. Again, Adrian's busy, and he says, you want to grab dinner? And I say just you and me? And he says, yeah. And I'm like, sure. I felt like I was on a date. I was like, what am I going to say? What are we going to talk about? What do you talk to Roger Daltrey about? So I thought that was cute. And then he told this other story about how he also remembered, he said, uh, Adrian and I went to England at one point on a weekend and we took a train back from London to Paris with Roger. And so the three of us are sitting together on the train and these kids are coming by and they're asking Adrian for his autograph. They're asking me for my autograph and they're (laughs) asking... And they're looking at him like, who's this old guy with blonde hair? (laughs) You know, and I remember thinking, this is just too bizarre. But he, I think, really enjoys life now. And I've talked to him since. And I think he's really happy being an actor because as an actor for him is to have a normal life. And I think that he's just a normal guy underneath it all. And he's got a great attitude. So anyway, I just thought that those super adorable stories from Stan Kirsch. So yeah, nice. Yeah. Not other other than that, not as much like, you know, behind the scenes type stuff. Just basically everyone fawning over Roger Daltrey. <laughs> As they they seem to like really have fun in this as well, so it's a shame yeah. they killed him off. There were definitely, um, instead of having like cut lines, which is what I normally look for, there was definitely a lot of him just ad libbing or just leaving in, you know, some of the things that were not part of the original script that I'm sure came up on the set. And because, you know, they do that with Adrian Paul as mm-hmm. well, they just kind of let him go. So, yeah. Nice. All right, so that's what I got. Brad, what was happening the day this episode aired? Guys, there's so many things happening. Oh my god. Um, it is February 27th, 1995, and this website has fixed whatever the hell they had going on last week. Um, <laughs> so I'm glad to report that, as we all know, it's International Polar Bear Day. Aww. They're so, dangerous as fuck, but yeah. Aww. Yeah, absolutely. That's so sweet. Um, also, um, do we have some dumb saints? Of course. Uh, we got Saint Leander. Uh, we got the first day of Maslintia in Russia. We got Saint, Saint On, On, On Rhine, maybe? I don't know. Mm. Um, also, um, in the Roman Empire, we got Equaria, a horse race in honor of the pagan war god Mars. So that, uh, that was a thing that uh, happened theoretically on this day in history. Um, and also, oh, and also uh, Saint Gabriel of of the Mother of Sorrows. <laughs> god, wow! Weird. Like, hey, religion, you're I'm sure so the Mother weird. of Sorrows is one of the the three witches from Dario Argento's um, trilogy. <laughs> I feel like one of them is the mother of sorrows. Well, so it's just a—I mean, it's a cooler name for like a a fictional like badass witch than a a saint. 
Um, also, um, on this date, uh, in Denver, Colorado, the old Stapleton Airport closes and is replaced by a new Denver International Airport, the largest airport in the United States. Really? Yeah. I would have thought they would have been like LAX or something. Apparently not. Whoa. Hmm. At the time, the, uh, Denver International top. So, um, also... Top song in the U.S., Madonna, Take a Bow. In the U.K., Celine Dion, Think Twice. Oh, you guys wow. loved it. You loved it. No, it was your favorite. No. You do. I'm sorry. It's just a fact. It was your favorite. I've actually seen her perform it live, though. I've been to two concerts in my life, and one was Celine Dion. I mean, every time, Claire. Every no, time. it was not my choice. I bought the tickets for a friend of mine who was really, really, really into Celine Dion. Okay, and that I- friend just happened to be on the other side of the mirror. Yeah, it was my, my reflection friend. And that friend um, went on a bender and kind of did some really shitty things and Ooh. so, you know, wasn't a, wasn't around. He's still alive to use the tickets. Uh, so my friend was like, well, I'm up for going. And I was like, well, I might as well go. And yeah, that was pretty bad, but you know. And she, she kept teasing the audience the whole way going, am I going to sing the song from Titanic? No! And then right at the end she came on and sang it and everyone was like, yeah. Wow. There you go. Fun. Your favourite. Um, no. He clearly, yes. Uh, also, we got some movies. Um, we got, of course, number one, Brady Bunch movie, still holding strong. Nice. Uh, two heavyweights. Th- oh, sorry. No, uh, two Just Cause, three heavyweights, four Billy Madison, five new movie, The Hunted. What's the that? Hunted. Oh, you don't know The Hunted, Claire? <laughs> Oh, well, it's a 1995 American action movie um, in which a uh, um, an American, you know, a, 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 a true um, 100% um, completely quite American um, played by Christopher Lambert. Um, oh, oh, my God. No, he's, he's, an, he's, he's an American businessman who, who, by accident, earns the wrath of a ninja clan <laughs> led oh, by... Yeah, yeah. Led by... Uh, um, Kenjo. So, uh, so yeah, yeah. We will be so, back. Congratulations, Christopher Lambert. Back, back, back in the mix. Back in like yeah. Highlight, Highlighter just Highlighter um three just came out like a, a minute ago. You've already yeah. got another. You're already starring in another movie. Oh. <laughs> Probably one Hollywood. he actually wanted to. I don't know how much. He, he, I feel like we didn't get full Lambert in this last uh, Highlander well, movie. No. Number five. Number five. The box office opening weekend. Uh, so uh, after that we got Legends of the Fall, Pulp Fiction, Ugh. Forrest Gump, all that Ooh. shit. Like, like below Christopher Lambert. Um, uh, then we have another new film, The Walking Dead. Um, not, not zombies, um, of course. This is 95. Um, this is a 1995 war film written and directed by Preston Whitmore, starring Alan Payne, Joe Morton, and Eddie Griffin. Oh, Joe Morton. Love Joe Morton. Um, yeah, Picks the lives of five Marines who are all assigned to rescue a group of POW during the Vietnam War in 1972. So... So that's that's a movie that exists. Uh, after that, Quick and the Dead, Boys on the Side, Nobody's Fool, Shawshank, Redemption, Dumb and Dumber, and he goes on and on and on. But those are all the new movies. So the Quick and the Dead, the weird yeah. Sam Raimi uh, western. Yeah, nice. That's at number ten. Uh, so there's that weird. Um, but what about TV? I know we're all very concerned about TV movies because that's very important. Well, uh, first things first. Of course, we've got all of our 
our regulars, you know, we got our coaches, we got our Murphy Browns, uh, we got all that, and I'm trying to look this up, hold on, um, we got a new Star Trek Voyager episode, Ex Post Facto, episode 7, um, and, uh, oh, uh, and, uh, Tuvok has to defend Tom Paris after he's blamed for a murder, <laughs> so it's a trial episode, that was a fun one, I think, nice. who knows, um, <laughs> <laughs> I think it was good. I think it was. I watched it not that long because um, I started rewatching Voyager. Like I don't know, sometime in the last year. But fine. Oh, but we got some TV movies. That's what we care about here. Um, ABC is showing the second part of Dances with Wolves. I like we're breaking it up oh. over two nights to make wow. it to make it through yeah. that movie for TV. So we're doing that. Um, but also NBC has got the second part of a movie, and that's Tom Clancy's <gasps> Op Center. Oh, I was really excited then. I thought you were going to say Stephen <laughs> King's It. Oh, Brad. I, no, it's 1995. <laughs> Why? Yeah, but that was made in 1990. Why aren't they going to play that? Because that came out in 1990, and this is 1995. We're not re-showing yeah. a five-year-old TV movie. Why um, not? So, But we are showing Tom Clancy's Op Center. And what's okay. so interesting about Tom Clancy's Op Center? One, um, Nothing. it's it's <laughs> from a story by Tom Clancy, uh, Steve Stomer, and Steve Pachenik. Steve Pachenik. Uh, so who's Steve Pachenik? A longtime InfoWars guest. Um, oh, Steve Pachinik, straight up lunatic, lying wow. asshole, like abs, like motherfucker is one of the most ridiculous people on the right wing. Like he, yeah, he wow. he's everything super crazy like all the election stuff about like the the voting machines all that comes through Steve Pachinik like he is a he is a piece of that puzzle that is nothing but kooky he's great this is why he's, the Tom Clancy stuff's trash oh yeah because it's yeah because Steve Pachinik the- theoretically had some like he had some role of in like the CIA or something but like not the like not the level he claims to have like Steve <laughs> Pachinik like sing- claims to have single-handedly done coups in other countries and like done all of this like um, spy shit and like he definitely has like he definitely had a role in the CIA but nowhere to the level that he plays up to make money off of weird um, but he's he's trash he's crazy he's an absolute psychotic he has like a like a creepy crush on Melania Trump there's so much guys listen to the Knowledge White podcast like Steve Wachinick comes up all the time hasn't for a while because since January 6th um, Alex Jones is a little scared to have Pachinik on air because it'll get him in more trouble because Steve Pachinik oh Steve Pachinik was also he was pushing like um, Sandy Hook conspiracies like harder than Alex Jones was when it first happened wow. so just so you know that's Steve Pachinik he is a lunatic uh, so but yeah um, the cast of this movie includes Harry Hamlin Linda Frost Wilford Brimley uh, Deidre Call Ken Howard Bo-, Bo Hopkins our pal Bo Hopkins <laughs> Who's <laughs> not Bob Hopkins? Oh, Bo uh, Hopkins. Yeah. Uh, Carl Weathers, Kim Trowell, John Savage, and Rod Steiger. Wow. So, I mean, great cast. Great cast. I was sold uh, at Wilfred Brimley. Yeah, and Wilfred Brimley. Um, and like, and uh, partly from a story by Stevie P. So, guys, <laughs> if you like fake Tom Clancy bullshit from a lunatic, here's another one. Wow. Oh, and of course, Platypus Man and Pigsty are still somehow mm, on the air. Yeah. So, yeah. congratulations. 
Wow. Okay. That's what happened. That was a lot, Brad. Yeah. I mean, I know you, you know, said it at the beginning that it was going to be a lot, but that was uh, a lot. That was a lot. You know you could have done with a platypus <laughs> man in this episode? Hugh Fitzcairn. Uh, if he had a platypus man, he'd be alive this, this very day. I mean, would he, though? Because isn't platypus man, like, isn't it Richard Jenny? Yeah. I don't would, know. Would I Richard just, Jenny I, I be helpful? I still imagine it's a man with the powers of a platypus. Um, <laughs> I, no. It's a man with the power of, like, weird hair plugs, I guess. Maybe he could oh. take those those hair plugs out and throw them at Callus. Um, no, stop it! Get I, back. Yeah. I don't think so. I don't think so. All right. Well, are you guys ready to jump into this episode then? Yeah. I will. I should we recap the five minute recap? Oh jeez. No. <laughs> um. You know what? I will say it. It. It was a long recap, but I feel like we've had longer. <laughs> Oh, that we definitely had longer. We like replayed yeah. like the, basically the entire episode. Okay, because I was like, after watching all that recap, I was like, oh, it wasn't, it wasn't too bad. And then uh, Dan had not watched last week's episode, so it was helpful for him. <laughs> so, oh, good. Um, all right, so we start with uh, Fitzcarran picking Duncan up from the airport. Oh, and the music is insane. Oh, yeah, the, okay, the music. This entire episode. No, we have to talk about this first five seconds for about twelve years because <laughs> I. The first of all, yeah, the music. When you get over the fact that the plinky plonky kooky comedy music yeah. is happening, there's the fact that Duncan doesn't feel the buzz. Fitzcarran is literally behind yeah. him. He's inches yeah. away before he feels the buzz. How does this shit work? Yeah. <laughs> Is it, is, yeah, it, I, is it like being delayed by jet lag? What's happening? <laughs> well, and, and again, like this goes back to this idea, right? Because later on, we've got Fitzcarran walking in and him and Richie feel the buzz. Yeah. But it's not like, you know, they can basically feel that there are two immortals, right? But there's one that's in front of them and then there's one that's, comp- you know, outside or whatever. But when Duncan is sneaking up on Callus, Callus doesn't feel two buzzes. He just feels the dude that's in front of him that he's killing. So I don't understand. Yeah, he's not at his best, Harry. I guess not. I guess what not. He says. Um, all right. So, yeah, we've got this opening on Paris. We've got Fitz picking him up from the airport. Um, and they're goofballs immediately. Yeah. I mean, it's just... It's amazing that Fitz uh, hasn't killed someone by his yeah. driving. Because, yeah, this is crazy. Yeah, so he asked Duncan what brings him to Paris, which is funny because I'm like, so did he not tell you? Like, hey, come pick me up from the airport. Oh, you're coming to town? Why are you coming to town? Didn't tell him. All right. Nope. Um, so, you know, I, it, w- it was funny, Duncan's answer, which is, I died. <laughs> yeah. And he's like, and Fitz oh, just yeah. immediately understands. Yep. So, um, oh. And then he said, you know, he had to leave the country because a friend saw him die. And immediately Fitz is like, oh, is it a woman? And he does not let it go for the entirety of the next scene. Yeah, <laughs> yeah he's a real man. He really is. But for some reason, maybe because I just like him more, didn't bother me as much as Anne. <laughs> yeah, because Anne's the worst. Um, Why so- is she in the credits? She's not. She's in another country. Yeah. I mean, hey, at least, at least I'll say this for Anne. At least she's more competent than her stupid friend that uh, uh, died by taking insulin for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah. Who was a nurse herself? A yes. nurse that like decided to ha- take an injection for no reason. 
just bizarre. Just yeah. bizarre. Sorry, guys. I was. I was. Oh, I, had no. to, I had to sneak off last week before Believe I could, before me, I could leave my. We were glad we got a little note from you about it because we were just like. I have no clue what's happening or why a yeah. nurse would take a medication she didn't she clearly <laughs> knew was going to kill her. <laughs> like, like, what did she think she was taking? And why? Yeah, yeah. made no sense. Um, what? Okay, so I'm not... Okay, so in the car ride, uh, Fitz is talking about Naomi, which, whatever, whatever. But, like, why is he driving so radically? I still I, didn't understand I think that. he just I mean, does. I think, I think that's just how he drives. Just, yeah, I think he's just... Yeah, I think he's a, a crazy That's just person. how he is. Okay. Like, right. he, just, he, drives, he drives crazy. Um, but what I don't understand is... That he who's drives the other guy? us crazy. Because the other guy, it's not, it's not, uh, um, Callus. I don't know who that is. Yeah. Is, I mean, it, it's not, um, disgruntled chef guy, is it? I don't think so. Yeah, I don't know. Like, who the fuck is that? <laughs> like, you know, dub man. Dubby dub dub. Okay, uh, guys, I'll be right back, but you guys continue on. Sure. Guys, Tammy has left for nefarious purposes. <laughs> my, my video stopped. Um. Your video? Okay, it's working now. Um, yeah, I don't know why this guy, like... I don't know who it was. I was also confused by this whole chase, because when the car flipped, I thought that was the other car for some reason, and I was like, oh, are they going to, like, is it going to be that they're in trouble because, like, he basically killed someone? But no, I don't know who this was. There's the guy, like, changing his tire, and they're like, oh, is that going to be, like, a watcher? Like, what's Mm. what's happening? So I I don't don't, know. It's uh, it's very odd, like... Yeah, I I didn't get it at all. No. Who the fuck? Like, what is happening? (laughs) I, it seems like there's so much more of a mystery than there actually is for this. Yeah. Because I don't... Yeah. If we'd seen, like, like Callus pay someone and be like, oh, you almost got him. So we know that he hired someone to, like, ride them off the road. That would I make love, sense. Well, because I love Callus just, like... Callus really does, like, just do... He's, like, such a wacky villain and, like, he's just gonna, like, do shit. Like, he's just sneaking around the background. All right, all right. I Listen, I want, uh... Yeah, I want... I'm gonna... I'm gonna change your medication to something that'll kill you. Um, I'm gonna have your bar shut down. Like, it's just, like, needling people to fuck up their lives. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. it's just minutia. Um, so yeah. it very could be that, yeah, Callus just paid somebody to, like, drive him off the road for kicks. Because, like, he's just In he's my a head, petty canon, little that's bitch. what happened. Yeah, he really is a petty little bitch. You're right, right. You're love right. It. I love it. I love it. Um, is this what you would do if you were a supervillain? You'd just be a petty bitch? Um, I... Maybe... I know, I don't... I, I mean, if I wanted to, I think it would be more fun. Yeah, I think this would be the more fun way to be a supervillain. Just, mm. like, slowly inconvenience somebody a lot. If you're an immortal supervillain, I think maybe it's the way to go. Because, yeah. yeah, you can just, like, fuck around. But, like, honestly, I just think it's just... It's too much of a waste of time to do in reality. Mm. But it would be fun. It would definitely be fun. Mm-hmm. But, you know, is it worth it? Don't know. Don't know. Petty bitch, man. Um, so, I and I they're going to the barge, which... Uh, I, so, uh, and we know that with Maurice living there for the last year, it's definitely still going to sex barge. I imagine. No, because they had to sell. The, didn't they sell the barge? Oh yeah, they sold it. Sorry, and then he got it back. Yeah, um, he had, he called Maurice and to go it in the buy, exact same position. Yeah, he called Maurice to go buy the barge back. Like, yeah. which is crazy to me. Also, some would have someone would have taken that barge spot. It's like prime location in front of the the Notre Dame. I mean. I, I, like, I guess this is... They just have access to this barge, so they're going to use it again. But mm-hmm. why not just have a new location? Yeah. It's so weird. If I ever go to Paris, I'm going to find this exact little bit of canal, 
and mm-hmm. like you know do a little a Highlander pilgrimage there, Brad. That would be fun. That would be fun. <laughs> I've been to the other side of Notre Dame. I haven't been to this side, so you should go on the on the Highlander walking tour <laughs> of Paris. <laughs> go to that weird little um, alleyway that they they shot all those scenes at from different angles. Absolutely. <laughs> if I ever go where to a, Paris again, I will. Yeah, where Amanda had that uh, a, a fight where she stole a quickening. <laughs> Yeah. I'll find the escalator that Duncan went down when he was at the airport. Ah, so good. So good. I just, it's, it's, it's wild. I mean, we also, we're, we're back to kooky music for Maurice, obviously. <laughs> yeah, of course. I love it. But this I'm is so kooky happy. music for everyone in this episode. Like, everyone gets kooky music. Yeah. Uh, we also find out that uh, uh, Fitzcarran is, like, living a chef life. Yeah. And I, what's, and Duncan's surprised that he's, that he's a chef and that he's got a cookbook coming out. Now, my question is. I, yeah. Is, like, I mean, obviously you're an immortal. You can learn all, you have time to learn all the skills in the world. Yeah. And surely you learn to cook decently, you know, yeah. if you're an immortal. But, like, is he actually a good chef? Or has he know. just faked all of this to, like, to get close to Naomi? I, I don't know, because you would think you would be found out very quick about this. And also, if he's got all these amazing um, things on his resume, I would have thought that they would have checked his you know, with the restaurants he worked at and be like, well, you know, I, I just feel like it wouldn't have been this easy to just change stuff and get a job, yeah, you know? Definitely. I mean, it's 95. Yeah. If it's not 85. Like, you can pick up mm-hmm. a phone and just call somebody. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I was kind of confused by that as well. Yeah. Very, very weird. But I, I like, don't know I, if he's a good chef. Like, I, I, I have no clue. It was weird that Duncan was like, I can't believe you're writing a, a book you 200 years ago, you couldn't even read. It's like, yeah, that was 200 years ago. Like, yeah. I mean, they, well, they really wanted to hang a hat on the whole um, couldn't read when we first met thing. Like this whole episode revolves around them not being able to read when they met, which yeah. I, I mean, is such a weird historical point to make. Cause like, yeah, like until like in the, la- the last, I don't know, hundred years, like, yeah, most people didn't bother to learn to read to <laughs> like, yeah. it, like it wasn't necessary. That's why you had the little scribe guy yeah like it, it just it's not i it's it's very weird it's very yeah. weird um yeah. but i thought i was really looking forward to i thought we were gonna have a little bit more of a Fitzcarran and maurice talking about cooking because like they're both cooking yeah, guys yeah exactly and i'll tell you that what there was nothing in the i really thought maybe we were missing a scene like with them and there was nothing yeah there's nothing i wanted to see what they were having i wanted to see the meal i wanted to see what, what maurice made i wanted to see Fitzcarran's reaction to what he made i wanted to have them have a little uh, like argument about like nothing nothing i would have preferred yeah. that than the scene where duncan maybe admits that he loves anne because i was like nope, nope. oh it was so he's close. talking about how wonderful she is and i was like no she's not yeah he's oh. like oh she's so much fun i was like no no she's not mm, she's not no, nope. I think I think that was actually in my notes. Like, no, she's terrible. She's worse. <laughs> nope. Don't lie to me, Shy. Yeah, I, yeah. My notes went from I love that uh, Fitzcarran is at Lake Wardon Blue, and then yeah, somewhere is like, oh, I said I hate Anne, so she's none of those things that Duncan says. <laughs> that was yep, it exactly. <laughs> I mean, like, so what's she like? Well, she's a doctor. Um, she has weird she scrawny like matchstick legs. Um, she looks like a who. <laughs> she looks like a who dressed. This is like Doctor No. Um. You know, you know who's right, Roger Daltrey. You know the who. <laughs> she looks like an actual who. Really? Yeah. 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 No good. No good. Yeah. 
Bad stuff. Um, and then we're going into this uh, scene where, again, Duncan is just telling Fitz how he's just so happy that, that he found uh, Naomi. Uh, yeah, Naomi. God, why can't I remember her girl's name? <laughs> oh, Fitzcarran. Like, just so happy to be in love and loving his life. Uh, <laughs> oh, he doesn't get no fashion monkey shine to happen. <laughs> should have now. Yeah. Every time I just see a scene like this now, like where it's like, oh, he's so happy, he's living his life, I just imagine him running along the road with a, a backpack full of bricks yeah. like the start of monkey shows boy oh um, boy hundreds of years i never thought i could be so happy with my life that i am living yep yeah and the oh this is so sad and then we do see him at look uh like cordon blue he's in like you know he's got his hair pulled back why doesn't she um because she has to look sexy she's very foxy mm. i was i did not find her foxy because i was like Ugh, put your hair up mm. That made me very grossed out. I didn't like it. Uh, well, I mean, I couldn't not focus on Patrick because he's the worst. <laughs> <laughs> Oh. Also, how did she date that guy? Yeah, <laughs> how is she with what him? What is happening? Like, like even I'm looking at 1209, and they're just like side by side, and I'm like, absolutely not. There's no way she ever dated this guy. No, this little frog man. What are you? What are we talking about? <laughs> but I will say, and I mean, I love Roger Daltrey. I love Fitzcarran, but he looks way too old to be with these people. Oh, seriously? <laughs> oh, yeah. like, going on blue. <laughs> of course. Um, but he's like just the most chill dude. I love it. Um, so God, Patrick just is annoying as fuck, won't leave. And he and and Fitzcarran are arguing. You're right, Brad. The dubbing is just Oh, it's wild. Another <laughs> level dubbing. I mean but that's every time we're in France. Like yeah, like they yeah. do not trust us to be able to understand a French accent. Yeah. It's it's France with the least French people in it still. Yeah. Why do they let Duncan walk around back here? I mean I mean I guess it's just a class, so it's not as big of a deal. Yeah. Um but also Duncan looks like so <laughs> like awkward in most of these scenes where he's just having to like stand in the back, like mm, mm. what am I doing here? Yeah. Um I do like that swift move he's got when Patrick goes to like oh, yeah, it's chop great. open <laughs> Fitzgerald and Duncan grabs him from behind and throws him on the table. It's like, oh, I like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what I and don't... Naomi is a teacher, I guess? She's yeah, going to go teach also a class? teaching. Okay. Yeah, she's okay. also teaching there. Um, what I don't she's like... She's okay. <laughs> I just don't think she's that boxy, Brad. I'm looking at her right. again. Wow! Like, hey. I... <laughs> Brad's trying to get a thought out, and, the, and you come with, like, violence towards yeah. him. <laughs> I'm you sorry. come with you come with nonsense talk. <laughs> I, I, listen, Look, I'm she's going no to assume Tessa. nobody's Tessa. Nobody's Tessa. No, but I she's mean, the queen. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm just going to assume, Claire, that you're not Sabine because you're so upset about the queen. <laughs> um, you're one true queen. Um, yeah, I can't see see Naomi on the screen through my tears. Right, because you're you're so upset about that old racist bitch dying. <laughs> yeah, so upset. Oh, oh, wait. No, I'm upset about this guy. Guys, it's transition. unbearable. In, it's unbearable. Oh in my England god. At the okay, moment. what do you? Mean? This is my favorite transition. <laughs> this transition. Yeah, this is transition. Gross. This is gross. This is great. It's no, it's amazing. Disgusting. No, I just. <laughs> 
I think it is like the perfect transition, but also I'm like, now they're painting with cheese. <laughs> <laughs> and it's the way it's the way the paintbrush just approaches the canvas so slowly. Yes. I don't know why it just really made me laugh. I don't like the fact we're in the we're in corner blue and I'm like, what the fuck is this? Why is there why are they making Rotel dip? Like what the yeah. fuck is this? <laughs> like this is like this is like the fanciest of cooking schools in the world, and like we're just having like fucking Rotel dip land. Around? <laughs> Gross. <laughs> and then somebody sticks a paintbrush in it, and I'm like, ah, no! <laughs> oh, so funny. <laughs> I just, I, as far as this show's transitions go, I felt like this is one of the cleaner transitions because yeah. we get one later, and I'm like, what is oh, this? Oh, yeah. <laughs> this episode was like, like, did they let George Lucas in? Like, what happened? Because <laughs> it's just I wish we had star swipes. Oh. I mean, we're not that far off, especially yeah. that computer later. <laughs> oh, so, oh, that computer yeah. transition. <laughs> Such a nightmare. Mm. <laughs> All right, so we are a flashback of Verona, uh, 1637. Brad, would you like to tell us what's happening around this time? Oh, we're in 1637. So, okay, I've got a question. Okay. Is, mm-hmm. Because this is Verona, is that why it's called Starcross Lovers? Because they're doing this whole Maybe. Romeo and Juliet thing, which took which place w- in Which would actually, like, play off of last week right where they're reading Shakespeare that's how mm-hmm. Duncan learned to read so I guess if they want to continue on that yeah callus and then the Shakespeare stuff maybe that's why I don't know ah that's all I can ah, think because this because I couldn't remember like where this was set in Italy but if it's Verona then yeah yeah, yeah. you know Romeo and Juliet I was con- I was confused I thought we were still in 1658 that makes no. much more sense all right um so uh yeah so so before this, uh, well, 1634 uh, was when um, Duncan rescued and relocated Ursa. <laughs> I love um, that he relocates him. Yeah. I mean, that is what he does, but it's yeah. just funny to yeah. read. <laughs> yeah. And a year after this is when Fitz and Duncan get in a fight with uh, our rando and a rando watcher got killed. So. Oh, yeah, yeah I remember. Yeah, so this is really where Fitz and Duncan meet in this episode in 37 and then they end up becoming friends and then that's when they're getting into a fight with randos because yeah, I think they were strikes. drunk or something yeah um so so I do I do agree with uh dusty reviews I think that like it's very possible we could still see fits in flashbacks I think Hope hopefully so. I'm hoping <laughs> Maybe that's just my wishful thinking. Maybe when Duncan finally kills Callus, all of his quickenings will come out of him, including a little CGI Roger Daltrey head, and he'll oh go, God. and then like Duncan will go <laughs> and lick it up. Oh God! Oh. Mm. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Um, all right, so this is in the... In, okay, what is this guy's name? Is it Doge? D-O-G-E? Uh, yeah, sure. Sure, it's, sure it's, yeah, uh, that's his it's, it's the first Doge coin. Um, that's, well, because that's why I keep reading it. I keep reading it, Doge, and I'm like, I'm sure it's like Doge or something. But... Probably, probably. <laughs> His but name I is also Dogecoin. keep, yeah, I keep reading it as Dogecoin as well, huh. and it's a problem. It is a problem. Anyway, so Doge wants his—he's saying his daughter is like being deflowered by 
kidnapped by somebody's dude. Um, and he wants Duncan to go find this guy and kill him. Yeah. Because her virtue is in his hands. Telling that to Duncan, and I'm like, watch where you put your daughter's uh, virtue. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was like, oh, for sure, I bet Duncan's the guy, is the one fucking her. Yeah, that's... Especially that look, like, he gets late, he gets, she gives him in a minute. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, so it was, it was, Gasparis is the guy that, uh, I guess is who Fitzcarran works for, and so Doge knows that much, and so he knows where to kind of point Duncan in that direction. And his daughter's name is Ariana. Okay. Ariana Grande. Yeah. <laughs> it's Ariana Grande. Ari- She's Ariana Grande's father is Dogecoin. <laughs> yes. <laughs> She's Science totally going to write a song about this later on. <laughs> um, so Duncan, uh, again, w- like Brad just mentioned, like we're going to get all the these fools can't read, right? This, this whole thing. So he pays somebody to read this note that um, was given to Ariana so he can kind of get a clue as to where this guy is. Because oh, he's this so embarrassed little- that he doesn't know how to read, you know? Yeah. Which is, you know, perfectly, uh, you know, that's a thing that people were embarrassed about in 1637, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> if, if, if people were embarrassed that they can't read, why does the jo- a job like the scribe exist? Yeah, because like 10% of, can't... maybe, maybe 10% of people could kind of read a little bit. Yeah. Maybe 10 per- 10% Which of people Which also is why it's silly that they have Europe. this sign saying no dueling. Yeah, ap- yeah. Th- there's there's no way they're hanging a sign. They're going to have somebody standing by that sign to tell people what the hell that says. Exactly. Because yeah. no one can read. Because it's 1637. Yeah. Um. So I don't know anything about this set, but this set, it just reminds me of Epcot. Like... <laughs> Nice. <laughs> yeah, it is a bit. Um, the fifteen eleven, where where we have the juggling uh, fire, the guy who's juggling fire. Mm-hmm. I love his outfit so much. Wait, what was like the time? Fifteen eleven. I think it Aww. starts at like fifteen ten. Uh, but mm-hmm. I just love his little like jester like outfit. Yeah. I think it's so badass. Yeah, it's cool. I like I like the big the big hat. Yeah. And I just love that they paid this, like, that's one of the extras. They were just yeah. like, we, we need an extra that juggles fire. Oh, all right. <laughs> yeah, I love his, his like, Harlequin outfit. It's awesome. Yeah. It turns out he's just, a, he's just a juggler, but he put on his resume that he could juggle fire. And like, oh, you can fire juggle fire. And he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. I can do that. Oh, fuck, oh, fuck. I got to practice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because uh, thankfully for him, I guess, they only used him for like those three seconds and that was it. Because straight after that, he set himself on fire and died. Yeah. I wish I knew more about the costume designer, like what they had access to for these flashback scenes. Because I thought the flashback scenes, that costumes were all like, well, we'll talk about Fitzcarran's purple outfit in a oh, bit. Yeah, but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but besides <laughs> that purple outfit, everything else I thought was really good like especially these extras and stuff walking around i'm like man it just seems like they really kind of went all out and duncan's like jacket with all these buttons like this coat thing he's wearing is fantastic i love it Hmm. um now that three musketeers hat can go somewhere but we talked about that last episode too yeah (laughs) yeah by the way uh, the number i'm seeing now is around uh 16 percent of people around this time like would have been literate wow wow and Duncan wanted to be part of that 16%. I mean, well, it always wants to... Oh, this motherfucker always wants to get in with that 1% crowd. <laughs> that's yep. very true. He's like, if I can get in to the 16%, that's closer to the 1%. Mm-hmm. I mean, look what he's doing in, in you know, 1990s. He's a hacker, so... 
Yeah. 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 Show. <laughs> oh, I love that scene so much. Okay, um, so he gets that guy to read it, and then he uh, he goes and uh, oh, Duncan is hitting on some random lady. <laughs> Always. I'm like I just am like, are we sure he's not fucking Ariana? <laughs> yeah, he is as well. Yeah, and then we get um, Ariana wearing a mosquito net over her clothes. <laughs> Mm-hmm. As you do. I guess it's a disguise, do. but I was like, what are you, yeah, what are you wearing? <laughs> it's real weird. It's, it's a lot. It is a lot. Look those Italian mosquitoes. Like, the how guards people... can't see through it. Yeah. And how is it attached to her hood? Because uh, she throws her hood back and it's still just attached there. Yeah, I don't know. Safety pins. Is it uh, yeah. supposed to be like a, a veil? I think like so. Like a hooded veil? That's weird. Because without that mosquito net, I really like her jacket too. Her little yeah. coat cape mm-hmm. thing. Looks very warm. Um, Looks very it warm. does. It does look very warm. Uh, so yeah, now we got Fitzcarran and her making out. She looks to me like Veruca Salt, <laughs> like uh-huh. a little uh-huh. bit older Veruca Salt. I see it. And it was really grossing me out <laughs> seeing her kiss Fitzcarran. Yeah, I was like, she's yeah. a child. I don't like this. <laughs> I mean, clearly this lady's a, a, an adult, but still. I was uh, trying to think. She like, I was like, yeah, she reminds me of somebody, and I couldn't place it. But that's that's it. That's definitely yeah. it. Like, I mean, you're, is she was the a... same actress? Could be. No, absolutely, <laughs> it can't be. Claire, this is 1995. Because she she probably aged a little bit more. Since you think she aged it over the course of 20 years? Maybe. No. Mm, we're here. Uh, so as they're like kissing extremely passionately as if they're gonna fuck right there (laughs) Duncan walks around yeah and uh, yeah then we get kind of a full look of Fitzcarran's purple outfit uh uh time we go nope I I just again I was so impressed with everyone's look you get to him and I'm like, what is this? Yeah. Yeah, no, this- Was that purple even used like in that day? (laughs) I mean- It's like a lilac. Yeah. It's it's terrible. And the- the, (laughs) It's a doily around his neck. The series of doilies (laughs) around his neck. Like that collar piece, that that collar piece belongs in a, in a gram on a grandmother's side table. Damn it! Yeah, yep. it's, it's the whole runner. They took a whole runner and wrapped it around his neck. Oh, what they did was they broke into my my aunt Sue's house <laughs> and they stole her couch and her her doilies <laughs> and uh, I mean, just it's it's wrong. It's morally wrong. Yeah, rude. Rude is what I say. Don't like it. Yeah, it's not... What did you think, Claire, when you saw this outfit? <laughs> it's. I don't like it. I don't like this colour. I don't like how sparkly it is. This is not a look I kind of like anyway. Duncan's is a bit better, but I don't really like this over-elaborate, like, jaunty, little frilly boy outfit. Yeah! You know, yeah, I don't, it looked I don't like, like it. it if, if this were to exist in 1637 Verona... <laughs> It would be on, like, a 10-year-old. Yeah. <laughs> it would not be, like, definitely, it looks very childlike. Duncan's is a bit better. I mean, it has... This is not good. Look at his... Okay, I'm at 1906, and you can see his waist, where it's got big, like, ribbon, floral, like, ribbons yeah. made into flowers or some shit. Like, I don't even <laughs> know what this is. And there's, like, little doilies on the wrist, and... Yeah. Ugh, yeah, it's not good. I mean, I... And it's also, not if inaccurate. you're gonna... It's not purple. inaccurate. 
If you're going to wear purple, but wear a purple feather in your hat rather than like this red and black Did hat. Did they like, have just a lot of lilac it. back then, Brad? Uh, that I, was That's really what threw me off the... I mean, then you start focusing on everything else about it, but the color initially yeah. is what threw me off. Yeah, I, I, I mean, I don't know how... I, I'm not sure about At one that. point, like, purple was considered a color for royalty, wasn't it? Yeah, but that's way before. I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. This, I, I would have been available... I I just don't know how how much but it would have been I, an expensive color i wouldn't I, I would think i would think it would have been because i don't think it's yeah. like something you could easily get to this well that's why it was to this royalty, tone. wasn't it because it was expensive to make so yeah. if you had it it was a sign of and again like looking at everybody else in this scene and in the last scene it's like Everyone is in like taupes and browns and blacks yeah. and you know and, yeah. and this purple like I get it. We also want Fitzcarran to stand out because yeah. that's the kind of person he is. But I'm just like this yeah, is too much is even for him. Yeah, the the, the 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 flowers going all around like the like the mm. the, the, the the belt of flowers is is a lot. <laughs> Because I'm even fine. I mean, because it looks like it's kind of a brocade. So I'm like, I'm fine with even that. But it's just, it's like you got the doilies on the brocade, on the flowers, on this color. And it's just. Yeah, it's a lot altogether in, uh, in contrast to just everything yeah. else. It's just when so the costume much. designer was making it, they said to the, uh, or the seamstress said to the costume maker, what kind of frills do you want? And the costume maker just said, yes. Yeah. And, and then because the it's in, like, because it's in totally different colors, like his, um, his, his hat. his hat, his gloves, his belt, it makes him look like a pirate, like a weird yeah. gay pirate. Like, yeah. I don't know what's oh, my favorite type of pirate. <laughs> Watch, uh, Our Flag Means Death, everyone. Oh, <laughs> we, we're, uh, we've got four episodes left. I'm oh, amazing. That's it. full of weird gay pirates. <laughs> well, that's definitely full of weird gay pirates. Yeah, um, it's just... It's all just a lot. And even that... Okay, I'm sorry. I did not notice till right now. I'm watching him and Duncan fight. His coat! Mm-hmm. <laughs> His coat! Okay, first time at 1921. The lining in this, oh, yeah. like, cape is, yeah. like... Uh, uh, pink purple yep. and yeah. then when it spins Satin. around yep. it's got like star flower designs on it yeah <laughs> yeah it's a lot it is a lot i just i definitely couldn't take all of this in last night when i watched no 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 there's there's quite a bit to, to take in there um and i'm sorry it's not ugly enough for it to turn to be like okay i kind of love it you know what yeah, i'm saying yeah, like agree it's it's just ugly <laughs> it's just yeah. too much and it's ugly all right so duncan's like all right we gotta fight because you gotta leave this chick alone like i don't actually want to fight you and then that's when we get the whole thing where they both can't read because the what's watch- wrong with you can't you read the sign what are you illiterate like 84 percent of the entire population <laughs> i can't read either which is honestly being generous because that that number really comes more from like the late 1600s but whatever you know <laughs> brad are you english um no i'm just i'm just really torn up about the queen oh, <laughs> sounded like you were. i mean she she died at 96 like she there's so she could have died so much sooner and i'm so upset she kept on living and no one stopped uh, and history ended that day. Um, also, to BBC. <laughs> I was really expecting. So 
at the end of their little fight where um they have to yeah. one up there's a there's a little looky loo down there and I was like, well surely that's a watcher, right? Might <laughs> be. <laughs> I was really lo- hoping we'd see a little be. tattoo because he's he's standing there just being a creep. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, that's what watchers are best at doing. Like, oh, which one should I watch? I don't know. You know, they're just what peeping weirdos. and creeping. Um, yeah, this guy looks like he should work in in the Emerald City. <laughs> Where is he? What time is he? I'm trying to find him. Again. Oh, the the watch watcher guy. He's, uh, not sorry, not the watcher guy, but the watcher oh, yeah, that tells him. him when to read or learn to read. <laughs> Yeah. But I swear he looks like the guy that opens up the little doorway. Yeah, yeah can't you awesome. read? Because he does say that in Wizard of Oz. <laughs> That's right, he does! That's probably why he also reminded me of him. No, it doesn't say, like, no, can't you read the sign? And they're like, there is no sign. And then he goes and gets the sign and puts yeah. it Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wow. Um, maybe they're related. <laughs> maybe that's the same actor. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because that guy's definitely still alive. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. Yeah, that guy's definitely a watcher. I'm looking at him right now. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Oh, the guy's Tw- looking at twenty-six thousand. No. 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 Twenty sixteen. Go to twenty sixteen. Okay. <laughs> this fucking creep. Just a oh, creep. Oh yeah, this little creep. Oh, he's wearing the necklace. I bet. I think that's the watcher oh, necklace. Oh yeah, yeah. Is, oh, it I is. wonder is is that the guy that was killed in the later episode? Oh, maybe, maybe. Because I feel like that guy also just wore a necklace. I, mean, I think, like you know, that was before they were getting not tattooed. Not very subtle having the necklace. I mean, tattoo also not very subtle. Necklace less subtle. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't know what it means, it's like whatever. But if you're a hunter, you're like, oh, sweet. Yeah, that guy's definitely. I think it's supposed to be the same guy if it's not the same actor. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. And then that's kind of fun that they'll just connect these yeah. the Watcher in the same storyline with Fitzcarran and Duncan. Um, <laughs> yeah, he's a real creep, this mm-hmm. dude. <laughs> um, so then we get a spinny transition into yeah. beating eggs. Time, time to time to make some sexy eggs. What the fuck? The very like <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, um, there's one person that hates sexy eggs, and he also hates people walking around with vegetables. <laughs> <laughs> when he fucking knocks this <laughs> tray of vegetables out of this guy's hand, get out of my way! <laughs> so good. So dumb. I hate vegetables! I'm on the Jordan I mean, Peterson all meat diet! He goes out of his way to shove that plate yeah. of vegetables. Yeah. <laughs> Great. Um, I haven't had somebody had such a weird reaction to crudite since Dr. Oz. (laughs) (laughs) Or everybody acting like they'd never heard the word crudite before Dr. Oz said it. So weird. Guys, what the fuck happened that week? (laughs) So weird. Remember when there was history? (laughs) That's part of it. That's that's over now. Yeah, that was definitely a part of history. (laughs) Um, So Patrick walks in with a gun. Like... If, and Fitz calls him on it, like, the fuck are you gonna do? Like, okay, so you kill me, and like, what, is she gonna come back to you? Like, <laughs> you stupid and I'm just there. like, that's true, like, what does he think is gonna happen? Yeah. I mean, the plan that, that Callus comes up uh, with for him makes more sense, where he's like, alright, you're gonna tell Naomi who this guy really is. Like, that makes sense. Like, this But by this, this point, bullshit... when he's come in and threatened him with a gun, it's kind of too late. Even if you tell her that this guy's a fraud, she's not oh, coming yeah. back to you, dude. Yeah. Yeah. Also, look at you and look at her. Come on, get out of here. Yeah. Also, you have a gun on him while she's standing directly behind him. Like, if you shoot him, it's possible I you was, also yeah. shoot her. <laughs> I was very scared she was about to die. 
Yeah. Because I, I didn't I didn't realize we were getting back to Callus like so so quickly. Yeah. Oh yeah yeah. I thought maybe we were gonna give it an episode or something. Yeah. Well, the, I, I thought mean, maybe the he'd of... appear at the end of the episode and like twirl his mustache. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, because I mean this the end of this episode doesn't say to be continued, but we don't have Callus dead either, and he's still seemingly well. He did go off a. <laughs> up in a poof of smoke so <laughs> who oh, knows where to... he could be hiding he's right behind you i mean he couldn't have gone far <laughs> i know use your your immortal finding immortal finder sense yeah just... you should your 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 highlander tingle yeah. yeah um what's his face fitzgerald is kind of crazy though with this gun and this is probably why naomi oh is not surprised, like, by Patrick's death later on, or that yeah. Fitzcairn could do it, because he takes a gun and then he, like, threatens him with it, which is whatever, but then he shoots next to him. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. Um, excuse me, sir, this is the, this is the fucking macaroon classroom, so, uh, what are you <laughs> doing? <laughs> oh, it I is a macaroon classroom. Look at all those macaroons nice. in the background. Oh. oh, I did have a macaroon today, it was very tasty. Nice! It was a pistachio macaroon, it was like, but was it made in a classroom in the Cordon Bleu? <laughs> I could taste, um, I could taste the the smell of bullets and gunpowder on it. So I think it oh. was from this this room. Yeah. Oh god. So Callus is just chilling in the corner in the hallway. Th- this guy, he just is. <laughs> he's not quite a frogger, but he's definitely a hider <laughs> in the mm-hmm. hallway. Oh, yeah. oh, he's yeah. a hider yeah. in the hallway. He was hiding in the hospital hallway last week. <laughs> you know who he is? A- he's a pretender. Oh my god. Last week he pretended he was a doctor. Now he's pretending he's a chef. Yeah. He's a pretender. Amazing. <laughs> he's a real Jared. <laughs> I like Patrick is like, I don't know you. <laughs> So is it this point that when Callus talks, he hasn't got the weird robot voice? He's just got a... His voice is a bit raspy, because I swear he didn't have a yeah. robot voice at one point. And I was like, what the hell? What? That's how his voice is supposed to be. His voice, like, the way that they describe... Anytime anyone describes his speaking voice, they're like, it's super gravelly and whatever. Well, yeah. and, then, and then sometimes he talks and it's not... I mean, that's Well, when they deeper. said, like, <laughs> later, like, Fitzken's talking about his voice, I was like, why don't you just say he sounds like a robot? Like, because he did. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. It's very... It's, yeah, I it's said very... to Tammy last week, Brad, he, he sounds like... A certain uh, sheriff in Return to Sleep Break. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Fucking hell. Oh. That movie. That movie. Oh. That fucking uh, character Alan in it. Like, my least favourite character in cinema. Honestly. Yeah. yeah. I, I've never hated a character as much as I hate that kid. <laughs> yeah, I, want that, kid. I just want that kid to die. I don't think he does either. It's no. No, Sleep because, yeah. Oh, God, he's, he's being awful. protected. Yeah. Oh. Anyway. Um, so we're in an outdoor cafe by the canal with Duncan and Fitzcarran, and they are sitting in the world's cheapest seats. True that. (laughs) And that table, too. Like, everything just looks like it's... It cost twenty five cents so, to put yeah, this somebody, set together. Somebody yeah. went to Walmart <laughs> to get yeah. their patio setting. Um, <laughs> also, is is uh, Fitzcarran wearing a Doctor Who scarf? Yes, <laughs> yes, he he wore this before, though. I swear he yeah. wore it before. Yeah, yeah. Um, I don't think he's, he's okay, wearing a scarf. But is the real question is Doctor Seuss sitting behind Duncan? <laughs> What? Look, look at twenty-two fifty-three. Oh, I'm almost oh, there. No. Oh my! What is the, the cat in the hat behind? <laughs> what the actual <laughs> fuck is that? <laughs> uh, you mean the Mad Hatter? <laughs> <laughs> is the 
thing wow. one and thing two in a box nearby? <laughs> he mean... looks like an uh, English um, dance artist from the 90s, Jamiroquai. <laughs> oh, yeah! <laughs> I'm just waiting for her to take that teacup and put it on top of the hat. <laughs> I... <laughs> so, wow, like... how did I not notice that? <laughs> so they, uh, they... Now, the question <laughs> is... because like, Wait, because this, first of all... <laughs> After seeing this like plastic furniture, there's no way this shit was actually here. Like no, they no. had to bring it. There's also no way it wouldn't have blown in the sen by now. Which <laughs> like, means it's so shit. Which means these aren't just like you know people that just happen to actually be sitting there. These are extras. <laughs> extras showed up onto the set wearing this hat, and some and everyone was like, "Yeah, this is normal. Very cool <laughs> for Paris. Yeah, totally yeah, normal. Very cool. Sounds good. Good. Wonderful. Jk, is that you? God, it's like what the fuck. Is, what is happening? What is all all of it? What is wow. all of it? What what if what if she ha- what if it, okay what if the extra shows up and like they have the worst hair in the world like oh my god we have to we have to put something <laughs> over this hair but how it's so oh god it's what's so the big. okay give me the biggest hat you can as quick as you can go to the costume oh. shop all right it's this is this so is like a wild find. it'll it's have just, to work it's like okay you have Walmart furniture you've got this you've got Fitz then you. You see Fitzcarran in his Doctor Who scarf, and then you see this lady, and I'm like, how am I supposed to focus on what's happening in this scene? Yeah. Because, <laughs> uh, and really, all that's happening in the scene is um, Fitz and Duncan are talking about Patrick, and uh, and then Fitz is asking Duncan if he could help <laughs> fix his records. Uh, because he might have known for his hacking skills. Yes. I, lo- I-, I love that, like, like, because, like, immortals are, I mean, because immortals, naturally, are all old people, so they're bad with technology. Yeah. So Duncan's, like, like is is de facto the hacker immortal, because he knows how to kind of basically use a computer. So all the other olds are calling him, can you, can you <laughs> set my VCR? It keeps blinking 12 o'clock. And Duncan's like, yeah, I can kind of do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's... <laughs> So ridiculous. <laughs> when Fitzcarran is asking, so the next thing we're, we've got Duncan hacktivist working late night oh, with, with Fitzcarran, with and Fitzcarran's finger. like asking, like, "What's taking so long?" And I'm like, "Have you seen this guy type? That's what's yeah. taking so long." <laughs> Seriously. Um, and Duncan's telling him, like, because they're in a space where they're not supposed to be. They're in the, like, Cordon Bleu at night. Because he's going to hack literally into the computer at, like, Cordon Bleu. <laughs> yeah, he's going he's gonna to hack the mainframe. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Straight to the source. And the crazy thing is, like, I thought it was a situation where, like, his record, like, you know, he, he had said all this stuff, but they hadn't finished, you know, fil- putting yeah. in his records. But no, he just wants to add more shit. Yes! Yeah. yeah because that's what he told me. Like, just settle for what what you got is, like, enough. Yeah. That's what Duncan's saying to him. He's, like, teasing him. Why not the president? Why not this? Um, I do like that, that Fitzgerald tells him, he's like, used to be, you found a gravestone, took a dead man's name, forged a few letters and be. Go. Now you have to be a bloody scientist. That's great. <laughs> that line with all of this plinky plonky c- comedic music, oh. like really so set me. Weird. This all, this all scene. The music, the bit that the music, I, I was just like, what is happening? Was when they're going down the escalator, oh. or Duncan is, and then he meets Fitz at the start. Because then oh, when yeah. you realise it's Fitz, it kind of went. Wah, na, 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 na. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? 
Oh, uh, so sad. Yeah, no, I just felt like this whole episode, all their music was just like wacky fun music. <laughs> so kooks. Um, so <laughs> I like that Duncan said was like giving him things like you know being sarcastic, but just tells him, "Oh, yeah, not a governor. Maybe you could be. We could put that you were the <laughs> you were chef to a president." And <laughs> Fitz goes, "Yeah, chef to Harry Truman." <laughs> Duncan has to tell him that Truman died forty years ago. <laughs> Amazing. <laughs> it's very nice. They are just two. These two guys are so funny together. I, I do yeah. like the fact that he suggests, you know, hey, what about Buckingham Palace? He's like, no, nah, I'm not a fan of the Royals. Oh, that was yeah. great. Yeah. Oh, thank you. Zero. I needed that this week. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Beautiful. Yeah. I may have cheered uh, at that. <laughs> and it says, I'll owe you till I die. And I'm like, oh, no. Oh, no. Which will be in <laughs> five minutes. Yeah. Um, but Dun- Duncan asks him if if he just can you just promise me you'll learn how to use a computer. <laughs> and I'm like Duncan's asking you if you could learn to use a computer. <laughs> Great hacktivist Duncan McLeod. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! And then this is where we get <laughs> fucking this transition. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, this is crazy. Yeah. <laughs> which is looking at the computer, which just changed, like, Duncan pulls up whatever r- white website, white background website, and then, like, he opens a document that is the document that they were, <laughs> they couldn't read in Verona. It's so dumb. <laughs> And which, by the way, can I just point out that we learned in last episode, which was 1658, that's when Duncan learned to read English. Um, mm-hmm, and he yeah. said at the time he, he read a little bit of, you know, Italian and, and Spanish and, you know, some and yeah, yeah. Latin, I don't know. Uh, but like a little bit. So he, he wasn't like fully literate. So it took, it took 20 years <laughs> for him <laughs> to have any kind of literacy in any language. Still didn't have any English because that's when he learns to read it. Coward yeah. monk hideaway. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just w- wild, wild. Yeah. Um. But just the dumbest fucking transitions. Yep. <laughs> so, so. Although I will say, I still love someone painting with cheese. I just love. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Gross. It's so, it's so gross. <laughs> Um, all right, so yeah, here they are. They're arguing over not being able to read. Um, and uh, oh, and then they both had gotten charged, overcharged by the scribe. And I'm like, yeah, because like he's the only dude in the town that can read. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's probably making mad money. Yeah. Um, so Duncan says, <laughs> tells Fitz at one point in their conversation, he tells him, I won't fight you. I'm Duncan McLeod of the Clan McLeod. And Fitz goes, Hugh Fitzcarran of the uh, Neither Here Nor There. <laughs> <laughs> so good. And then they decide, let's just go fucking drink. And they're like, yeah, let's do that. So good times. And I was like, oh, the start of their friendship. Oh my it's god. So cute. <laughs> um, now we are back in the office of Lake Hordon Blue. Um, I'm trying to see how they go the transition over. <laughs> this is transitioning back to the computer. So we go from a bowl of ash, yeah, it's- sand. Sand, I think. What is it? Sand. And then that becomes the screen of the computer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Fucking Yeah, yeah of course. Of course. <laughs> uh... <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, it's too much. Um, very normal. It's very normal, Tammy. Yes. I don't know what you're confused about. Why is Patrick looking at a screen of a bowl of porridge or yeah. whatever this is? 
Um, I love, I love Callus's uh, explanation. All we do is use a retrieval program to pull up the recently erased material. Wow. I feel like I'm watching hackers. <laughs> yeah. Just like the way that they're saying things to like cover up the fact what that was, they're not really actually doing anything. <laughs> what was Johnny Lee Miller's name in Hackers? She was um, Crash Override. And, uh, uh. An acid burn. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that's a, yeah. Um, Patrick said, he must have changed this tonight. Uh, and Patrick's like, this man is a fraud. I knew it. But that's not really what Callus wanted. Callus wants to set him up for murder. So he calls Fitz. murder? It's murder. Uh, so Callus calls Fitz in the middle of the night and, uh, tells Fitz, if I were you, I'd start packing my bags. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, jeez. And then tells like, him, well, you're the not records- me, so. I mean, and then he, like, says, like, this creepy line, which is, the records are so easy to fake, aren't they? You know yeah. what you are. Soon everyone will know, even Naomi. <laughs> like, wow. Jeez. <laughs> so, of course, Fitzcarran goes back to Lake Quarter. A lot, lot of things happening in Lake Quarter and Blue. That place is hopping. Mm-hmm. Um, so he gets goes back over there. He sees that stuff is pulled up, and uh, he's just like, Oh, Patrick, we can talk about it, but Patrick is dead. I, Patrick's oh, so he's, obviously dead that, like... So obviously. Yeah. His dead face, though, when he turns him around, I yes. around it about six times and just couldn't stop laughing. It's so stupid. I mean, but that's, that's just what his face looked like before, Claire. Yeah. <laughs> it's true. Uh, I was expecting um, his tongue tied fall out of his mouth and be like, bleh. Yeah, I really I thought guy. that was going to happen, too. Um, but it is kind of like... I mean, you'd think Fitzcarran would just, like, get out of there, because he clearly doesn't know what he's doing on the computer. But he kind of, like, pushes Patrick in his chair up against a wall <laughs> to, like, yeah. lean on a wall while he just <laughs> continues trying to figure out this computer, and I'm like, dude. And I love that the computer, like, I, I don't, I would love to see what that computer screen actually says, because he keeps pressing buttons and nothing's happening. I'm like, what no. is going on? Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah. like, he can't do it. Like, it's not letting him do anything. I'm like, what is, can, can you just unplug the computer or throw it out the window? Like, I don't know what's yeah. who doesn't like, know how to use a computer though Brad? like let's say that like they change and they, they, they deleted all of his records that they put in the computer like he's already in the school they're gonna be like oh something's happening with the records all of your information's missing yeah like I, I you'd be like I don't know what happened that's weird who did that yeah. hmm. it Probably was Patrick and then Patrick killed himself with I don't know yeah. how he killed Patrick uh, like I uh, he should like I don't know just don't fall for the he should never have met him there like it was a dumb move on his part mm-hmm. yeah like just let this guy do his shit like oh he's gonna say that you have fake records I don't I mean go he, to where he, he want does it. know um Patrick didn't call him because he could tell that this wasn't a weird voiceover no <laughs> um it was a weird voice just not a weird voiceover yeah so I, but once he saw Patrick was dead he needed to get the fuck out of there yeah yeah um and Naomi comes in I do like this like this is a very 90s thing this like blazer over jeans mm-hmm. yeah it's cool but she looks good that's good that's a good look for her yeah um but she she walks in and she's like the she i thought she was like on drugs like she's so chill walking in and uh she's like what are you doing and she goes patrick called and told me to meet him here how does she not see the dead guy just sitting there no first like it's walks right by him like everyone is just not realizing this guy because again he always looked dead (laughs) Uh, yeah 
And then she's like, oh, uh, she also wasn't as upset or scared that he killed, that she thinks he killed uh, Patrick. No. Like, she just, she this lady believed. is the most chill lady. Yeah. Like, I need to take a page out of this book and just chill the fuck out like this lady did. Because she, she's nothing is really phasing her. <laughs> um, but she does tell him, she's like, okay, get the fuck away from me. Like, don't touch me. Which is fair. And then the cops, obviously, Callus had called the cops too, so they show up. So Fitzcarran jumps out the window. Into, like, a, is it a garbage truck or something? Yeah, it's like garbage, uh, um... Yeah. Um, what are those things called? Dumpster? Yeah. Dumpster, yeah. yeah. Um... It's dumpster diving. Yeah. <laughs> Into all the cardboard boxes. Yeah, I well, I told, how the Incredible Hulk died, Brad. True. Because so I was like, oh, I I don't know. I said something like, oh, I was like, oh, that sucks. You gotta like jump out of this thing, so you have to like die and then wake up, and your body's gotta be like, crack, 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 like back into place. Mm, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I was like, but I guess you know it's not too bad. He just landed in these cardboard boxes, and Josie's like, no, but it's like garbage. Like that sucks for his life. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> it's yeah, true. that's true. It's true. <laughs> yeah, all right. It's like, no, you're right. You're right. Like, he lands under a mattress <laughs> and into cardboard box. <laughs> I don't know what this... I mean, the cardboard boxes, I guess, make sense outside of Lake Cordon Blue because they're probably getting all kinds of food or whatever. Yeah. But I don't understand this, like, thing that looks like a mattress. Well, I would say that we get a lot of deliveries at my work, but we are not monsters and we break the cardboard boxes down before we put them in the dumpster so you can get more in there, like the recycling dumpster. Uh, yeah. Well, then he would have landed on just a pile of a flat box. Yep. Um, and of course, Callus is like nearby watching. What a creep. He really, like, he should be a watcher. Yeah. be a watcher. Um, alright, now we're watching, I guess, Richie's last motorcycle thing. Yeah, because I was so surprised when Richie was in Paris. Oh. Yeah. Because I was like, wait, what? Why are you here? I thought he was in charge of the, the uh, dojo. Yeah, so I guess, uh, yeah, I don't know. Richie's really gonna take this motorcycle thing far. Uh, yeah, you know Callus is gonna, like, I don't know, like, Fix cut his, his motorcycle, cut his brakes yeah. or something, yeah. Yeah. So he dies, so he can never be a famous motorcycle racer. Oh. Maybe he Aww. could sell his soul to the devil and become Ghost Rider. <laughs> we were talking last week, Brad, about how Richie won, like, first place in his very first fucking race in Miami, and nobody cared. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he turned up and was like so pleased. He was like, hey, I won. And they're all like, eh. <laughs> so funny. Oh, so that's why I think it's funny that Richie comes to Paris to play footage of his race in Lo- Long Beach, California for Duncan. And he just wants like, Duncan to give a shit. No, but, no, but hey, I Dun- don't Duncan, th- I'm seriously, I'm, 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 I'm going to be a famous motorcycle racer. Like for real, I'm really good at this. All right, whatever. No, but... But I'm, I'm so good at it. Yeah, cool, whatever. Yeah, do your thing. <laughs> it's just so sad. I feel so bad yeah. for Richie. And yeah, so Brad, do you want to talk about his outfit real quick? Richie's I mean, outfit? I love it. I love it. We, of course, he's in France, so he's got he's got to do it right. We got a black turtleneck. We got a leather jacket. It's good. It's good. Yeah. Yeah. He he won best dress last week. <laughs> Might win it again this week. Huh? I don't know what's going on with Richie. This you know second part of season three, but he. He's slowly been stepping it up and yeah. yeah it's a cool dude it's a cool dude yeah it's a real cool fucking dude so yeah. um all right so Fitzcarran is there and uh 
he's telling Duncan about the police and all that. And then, let's see. Let's see what transition we use to get back to Verona. <laughs> it's, it's in, I know the one coming out of Verona is the pipe. I can't remember which one this is. Yeah, because this would oh, be Oh, it's the floor. The... It's the... Oh, he's yeah. walking, and then it turns into... Yeah. More people walking, not even in time to the previous <laughs> it's, step. Yeah, like, this Dun- could have done... Duncan walks a... out to Duncan walking in. Yeah, yes, this is yes. a janky <laughs> way of doing it. They could have done it a lot better. Yeah. Duncan walks out as he walks in. <laughs> um, <laughs> this guy that plays Doge as well, Dogecoin, this face he gives Duncan. <laughs> plays as my people said you will, you would fail and you did. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just like all slouchy and like, ugh. Yeah. Um, and he tells Doug, he's like, what the fuck? My daughter's with this Englishman. What is this on his desk? I was trying to work out what was his little neck decoration thing. I was like, is that a little tiny gold pomegranate? What? I don't know what that thing on his desk is. <laughs> what, what? Oh, the oh the the weird pin thing? Yeah. Or the candle holder. The pin thing. So I am at 3251, and I think... I don't know if it's a candle holder or what it is. It's just got a bunch of naked women or something around the front of it. Is oh, that a yeah. candle holder? I don't know. So, okay, no, because when you see it from the other side, I think you can see it a little clearer. I think it's like a, a, an inkwell with like a... Oh, oh yeah, it is. A, yeah, you can see the little... Okay. It's a very fancy inkwell. Yeah. It's it's just very crazy ornate. Like, I'm like, what is this thing sitting on his desk? Um, The candle holder is like a little lion scratching a post. It's so cute. <laughs> I don't know what that is either. This is like some all real random shit that they found to throw in this <laughs> scene. And then, yeah, his... I don't know what's happening with this neck thing, and it's like kind of cutting across weird yeah. on his chest, so I don't know if there's something wrapped around... Oh, it's his, it's his cape must be wrapped under his um, yeah. armpit, and so it just keeps... It like cuts it off really weird. But I like... Yeah. I, I really like his... Like the fabric they're using for that top he's yeah. wearing. Like, as you said, costumes in this all great, yeah. apart from that purple costume. That purple co- I do not understand what the fuck was happening. I still can't... I just can't wrap my mind around <laughs> yeah um all right so he says that his daughter has gone to the englishman and they're gonna go kill him they're gonna find him and take his head yep. and uh duncan finds him first oh he was sleeping on her feet and it was <gasps> disgusting gross yeah it was real gross and i like that for a second he tries to like hide her <laughs> yes <laughs> But as soon as um, he made the promise to Duncan Ellery, he's like, I will, I promise I will not go in the palace. Yeah. I was like, oh, she's going to go to him. Yeah. yeah. Oh, this trick in the book, don't tree. Yeah. Well, he doesn't know he can't read the book. <laughs> I have read the book and that is the oldest trick. Well, that's because you can read. That's true. This red blanket that she's under, the comforter, is so fluffy. Such a yeah. fluffy comforter. Um, this conversation they have about her. (laughs) (laughs) And she just keeps smiling at them. Every time they pull that curtain and she's like just posed with like her shoulders (laughs) showing and like... great it's great it is so hilarious these two again so funny um love it duncan saying damn it you took her innocence (laughs) he said there was none to take (laughs) (laughs) she even taught me something (laughs) yeah 
I love it. Listen, she's just kind of a slut. It's cool. That's it. And, you know, Duncan doesn't believe it. He says she's been under guard half her life. And Fitz says, yes, my young, fair-haired fair young men the prince thought he could trust. <laughs> oh, I just love that she's been fucking guards this whole time. It's great. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so good. And I think she would have been down to fuck both of these these two fools, oh, too. Absolutely. Definitely. It's shocking it didn't happen. Yeah. I think it's only because Duncan was like, you gotta get the fuck out of here. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. We we do cut away to later, so we don't know. Yeah, we, that maybe even took a minute. <laughs> so, I'm just watching one of the times he opens the curtain. She's <laughs> looking over at them. Um, Alright, so they've now come across who is lovingly called the manservant. <laughs> the transcript. I'm like, well, I guess that is what he is. <laughs> Uh, and he's here to take, uh, to have the guards take Fitz's head. Well, at first he was just gonna fight him, which Fitz, I think, was like, yeah, yeah, they kill me, whatever. <laughs> like, that's fine. But Nothing then when they talked about, uh, taking his head, that's totally different. Uh, so Duncan quickly, like, says, no, 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 I, you know, I'm supposed to fight him, so I'm, you know, let me do that. And, uh, I like that his plan just involved killing Fitz. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, it's a simple plan, but it always works. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I thought it was crazy, like, they still wanted to take his head. Yeah, but yeah. they were into that back in the day. Brad's into it now. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Yeah, yeah absolutely. <laughs> really, it makes me real sad, you know, I'll never get the chance to take Queen Elizabeth's head. Cause, uh... <laughs> I mean, she's going to be lying in state for a week, so just saying, Brad, I can run in there. Yeah, yeah, just run in pinch there and the just, head. Like, lop the head off. It's just sad <laughs> that you'll never, we'll never get to take that head with her, like, still, like, living, you know? Ah. We've got a king now, we can take the king. Oh. It's weird. Well, it's Oof. I can't get over the pinkers. Guys, uh, take a Google on that. That, uh, on uh, King, King Charles, Charles fingers. No! <laughs> Why did you end up sending this? <laughs> did you look at it? Well, Brett sent it as a photo. You <laughs> sent it as I'll a link. At, yeah. Mm. Uh, well, I just I added some context. I added. Uh... Oh, I know what you added, but I didn't want to see it. Well, you have to see it. He's king oh. now. Seriously. So. Oh, weird. Um, alright, so Duncan says, no, you can't take his head. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> and then when uh, Fitz wakes up, uh, he tells Duncan that that was a rotten trick. <laughs> and he he says, I'm surprised you also didn't take my head while I was down. Yeah. And Duncan says, it occurred to me, but I have better things to do, like learning to read and write. <laughs> 20 years from now. <laughs> I mean... Reading rainbow. Again, like, most people weren't reading and writing. <laughs> like, I yeah. don't understand. Like, surely the writers could have looked that up, right? You'd thought. Yeah. I mean, but really what they had to do after this was just go hang out and get drunk for a couple years together, so. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Maybe they ran off with this this princess. I don't know if they did. I think, I think they just went and fucked different people, because that would be weird since she he died in front of her. True. Yeah. I mean, and we know how well that went with Tessa. <laughs> Um, alright, so now we are going back to present day. I think that's the last we get of flashbacks. No, no, there's another time, isn't there? Mm, no, I can't remember. Oh, no, no, no. Yeah, this is just going into him smoking on the pipe. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, from pipe to pipe. And he says that the he's telling Duncan about the police, thinking he, he killed uh, Patrick, and Naomi also does, so his life here is finished. 
And Duncan is like really feeling bad for his friend that he's going through all this. And then they talk, they ask him about that call. And when they hear, when him and Richie hear about the raspy voiced guy who called, Duncan immediately is like, Callus? It was Callus. What if it wasn't Callus? What if it was Harvey Feierstein? Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, that bastard. Uh, it was him. For hundreds of years, he's been out do- pulling schemes. Um, and Duncan's like, yeah, he's sorry. It's because you know me. Now he, he wants to mess with you. And then uh, the police show up, so Fitz has to take out, take off out back. And um, then you've got Bordeaux. Bardot, who's, who's the uh, detective. Why couldn't it have been the that sexy Why cop? Why could it not have <laughs> been that sexy cop? She was so foxy. Oh, man. Miss, I miss a sexy inspector. <laughs> With the big glasses that I was like, we're totally going to have a, a makeover montage. Yes. <laughs> You know, and by that I mean she's gonna let her hair down and take off those I, glasses. Like, was it, wasn't her name Inspector Bardo? Was it? Oh, maybe. I mean, I don't remember. Yeah, I don't. Why? Why did Richie throw the cup out the window? I, I fingerprints. <laughs> I, 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 yeah, very weird. Like, like I was Richie could that pretend the very he next could, shot he was you see, he it. throws it out the window. The very next shot is um, Fitzcare making his way like off the boat, and I really wanted it to hit him on the head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I couldn't figure that out because I was like, because at first I thought like, oh, he's afraid of like maybe them getting prints off of it, but why doesn't Richie just immediately put it in the sink and start washing it? Like, <laughs> like, why did he have to throw it out the window? Um, Perfect, perfectly I, good yeah, cup and saucer. No clue. Um, yeah, so Bardo like is like because Dun- Duncan's g- supposed to meet Fitz, and so he's trying to leave, and Bardo's like, "Uh, n- no, you can't leave." And Duncan's like, "Uh, you're not arresting me. I'm out of here." <laughs> <laughs> yep. Um, hold up, hold up. Is is hold she the up. same lady? Inspector Bard, are, are we so the the woman in this episode is Inspector Bardo, correct? Yes, it's supposed yep. to be the same fucking person. No, Inspector Bardo was prodigal son. That's sexy Inspector lady. Wow, is so, it the same actress? I, it, well, IMDb doesn't say Bardo; it just says Inspector. So either either it's you know in the script it was supposed to be the same woman or. <gasps> Yeah, are the people on on the Highlander are just like wanting it to be the same person because they're correct about this? Um, yeah, like it should be. I want it to be. In my mind, I'm just going to imagine it's the sexy inspector now. Okay, but it's a different actress. Weird. Yeah, I mean, because he doesn't um, he doesn't call her by name mm. at all. I'm just looking through the transcript, and the transcript just has her listed as. I mean, he does call her inspector. Uh, I Me. like that he leaves the inspector with Richie and just and Richie's like, hey, you want to look at this? <laughs> this footage I have of my race in Long Beach? Ugh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, so dumb. <laughs> she cracks me up. <laughs> and she's so like, good. no thanks. Boring. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> oh, um, man, if it had just been the fucking sexy inspector. Damn it. Yeah. Yeah. <sighs> so close. I don't think, like, you know what I, because I don't find this uh, actress super attractive, but she's, it's not like she's ugly or anything, but I really think what's working against her is that haircut. <laughs> that haircut is harsh. Yeah, yes, yeah, Those haircut. bangs are harsh. Yeah. Those brows, I don't know what's happening, but they are overkill. Yeah. <laughs> like, what? So, and she's someone who just has a very, like, um, 
strong jawline and and bone structure in her mm-hmm. face and all of it is like she's just she's very angled everything about yeah it's she's severe angled. looking yeah it's she, she's not severe not, not sexy not sex not not like sexy inspector no no whom was severe in a different way yeah <laughs> yeah she was severe in a you can spank me kind of way mm-hmm. <laughs> yes ma'am <laughs> yes inspector i've been naughty <laughs> Um, so Duncan's running out to go, uh, meet, uh, Fitz, but Fitz runs into Callus first, and, um, Fitz obviously already knows who he is, and he's planning on fighting this dude. Uh, At this point, I'm like, oh, there's not, yeah, Yeah. at this point, I'm like, there's not enough time in this episode, and Mm -hmm. I don't see another way around this. Yeah. Yeah. And it's a rough kill, man. Yeah. They, but he, you know, I like that they fight for a while. It's not like immediate, you know. Yeah. It's Karen, I guess, has a couple moves. Um, it's just very sad. It's all just very, very sad. Uh, but this whole thing where he like just takes his sword into his chest. Oh god. Uh, before taking his head. Yeah. Yeah. Fitz is also um, very dry for a person that's been swimming. Yeah, yeah, very dry. All of his clothes, all of his clothes, his hair, everything's dry. Um, <laughs> what do you think about this quickening, Claire? I just like that immediately his hair starts being ruffled by the quickening. Oh, it, it's, it's okay. Um, but I, this actor has not nailed down getting, receiving a quickening like Adrian Paul has. Um, <laughs> and also I felt sad that it was, um, it was Fitz's yeah. quickening. So I'm going to give it a four out of ten. Yeah. It, it was, it's super sad. It's really sad rewatching it, mm-hmm. honestly. It's, mm-hmm. and watching Duncan like take a knee in the back and just being so sad is also very sad. Yeah. Uh, but I really did want Duncan to run over and steal that quickening. Uh, yeah, like, Seriously? I mean, or at least, like, as he's getting the quickening, take him out when he's at his absolute yes. weakest. That's that's what I think. Like, like what is the hold Duncan. up, motherfucker? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, yeah, so he, and he tells, and Cal tells him, he's like, you have me a disadvantage, McLeod. I'm not at my best. And he said, well, take your time. I'm not going anywhere. But so I, he, like, was waiting for him to, like, gather strength again to take crazy. him. And I'm like, I don't. I don't know why. Um, but then Callus is like, poof, I'm out of here with this <laughs> puppet smoke. Oh, I'm Batman. So good. Goodbye. Yeah, I loved it. <laughs> like, go after him. <laughs> like, what are you... Yeah. But Duncan, I like to think off screen, we didn't see it, but he fell to his knees and he shouted, no, at yeah. the sky. <laughs> and then he said, I'll never play BB Revelation like, Did you need again. something? Yeah. Because she was in the sky. Yeah, absolutely. Always. It is funny watching, like, you know, again, like you mentioned, Claire, like, he's not, he's not Adrian Paul getting the quickening. No. And, because Ad- Adrian Paul has some crazy fucking moves. Like, the, as far Adrian Paul keeps the quickening as- interesting, even if nothing else is happening yeah. in the background. Yeah. With his, his moves and everything like that, he keeps it varied and it keep, he keeps it interesting. This guy, he hasn't nailed no. it. Go back to quickening school, man. But, but you know, because, like, Adrian Paul has, like, the flexibility where he can lean super far back. Yeah. yeah. Which I am so impressed with. Yeah. And, like, this actor, clear. I mean, that's an Adrian Paul special. There's not a whole lot of people who can lean 
far back like that unless yeah. like you're regularly well, also, working that. Like, just, and this guy's older, yeah. and so like, and also just he, as an actor, like it's a weird thing to do. Yeah, because you're not seeing yeah. all the final effects. You, you yeah. like Adrian Paul has done this enough. He knows what they're gonna do with it and how mm-hmm. they do it. This guy's just like, oh god, there's gonna be some like weird explosions going off around me. All right, I gotta do this weird thing, and they're gonna make it work somehow. I'll just kind of do this. Yeah. Mm. But like you can see that he's like trying to lean back as far as little old man can lean back and and instead (laughs) they have him just go forward a lot (laughs) so i was like well i mean those are choices he had to make just for physicality alone like he's not going to be able to do what what adrian paul does um yeah it's this poof of smoke shit i was like he should have stayed and fucking fought you know what you took foots karen you've been after duncan like fucking fight him now so um yeah so he poofs away duncan kneels by fitz's body it's super sad yeah it's one thing when you kill a coward monk like you kill fitz karen like fuck you yeah Fitzcarran just loved life. <laughs> How did wow. um, Josie feel about Fitzcarran, like being killed? Uh, um, you know, it's all just the same show to her. <laughs> um, and then we have like all these little flashbacks, which apparently were not in the original uh, transcript. But, uh, but they were from this I episode, like they, which I thought was funny. Yeah, most most of them. There is uh, one of the is flashbacks is yeah. to the night the sixteen thirty nine from the hunters. Oh, when, it's literally like when they're walking together. It's like not a big deal. <laughs> oh right um and yeah i just was like oh this is so sad um but yeah i thought i was like okay well that but it makes sense and they kept all of them quick it wasn't like we had like long drawn out but they didn't play sarah gluck and i will remember you over it <laughs> okay then i would have cried <laughs> yeah because <me too. laughs> i also would have been thinking of puppies <laughs> so. yeah <laughs> Um, they're saving that song for the Queen's funeral. <laughs> yeah, Richie says, I'm sorry, I wish I'd, I'd known him better. And I'm like, oh, because Richie, because re- this is the first time he met him, because last yeah. time he wasn't in the episode with him. He wasn't even an immortal when he met him last time, was he? Or he didn't know he was immortal? He he didn't, well, he didn't meet him, I don't think, at all. Oh. I don't think, because it was in the episode um, Hun- Hunters, Hunters, and I don't, yeah. I feel like that might have been when Richie was out or something. Oh, okay. Like, because there was that That was when Charlie was in. (laughs) Charlie was in. (laughs) Richie was out. I don't remember. I don't remember. I'd have to go back. But I feel like Richie either only met him, like, the once or just didn't really get to hang out with him um so yeah richie asks about callus and dungan says him i'll find and then maurice comes in all cheery and Aww. it's just sad <laughs> and he goes uh he's like oh wonderful friends this is gonna be so good and duncan just says no yeah. <laughs> <laughs> end episode it's wow. like wow <laughs> no oh just so painful <laughs> All like, right. Maurice always, like, just tries to have a good time, and it's always just, like, bummer shit happening around. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yeah, I actually don't think Maurice was happy that Dunk's back. <laughs> like, he was probably still having a good time on that fucking barge. Well, no, because he had, Absolutely. I mean, like, he just oh, bought he the, bar- the barge. Yeah, because he just bought oh, the barge I- back. Oh, I thought he bought the barge back, but he had had it for a, lo- a little bit, Oh, so. maybe, but I, 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 to me, it felt like he was just kind of more of a, a recent acquisition. Oh, uh, okay. Um, all right, so let's talk about fashions. Best dress, worst dress. Uh, fire juggler. 
Oh, I love that fire juggler. Me too. I want that outfit. I don't know where I'd wear it to or for what, but <laughs> I really you could like absolutely it. get away with that jacket, Tammy. Oh, it's so good. Um, Brad, any thoughts on um, best dress? I mean, Richie, obviously. Oh, yeah, that's Richie true. Yeah. Yeah. But I, we I'm gave it to Richie last okay. week, and Fire Guy burnt to death shortly after that scene, so. <laughs> <laughs> Let's give him this one thing. <laughs> that actor, well, that's what he gets for putting shit on his resume that he can't really do. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, I don't know if I would actually give him best dress, but I do love that fucking album. Richie did look I'm good. Just... I'd be happy with Richie. Yeah. Because he's my favorite character. What, what was what was his outfit last week? Was it a blue sweater that we gave it to him for? Uh, I think so, yeah. But there wasn't much good fashion last week. No, there wasn't. I, there I, wasn't. I, but I'll say a, a fire guy gets a, a best hat, which is a real accomplishment oh. in an episode of yeah. Wacky Hats. Yeah. I mean, and it was a safety hat because that hat was flat front versus everyone else's hat. So that way there was no fire was going to hit that hat. Mm-hmm. It's also made of asbestos. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Um, worst dress. It's got to be Fitzgerald, right? Yeah. 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 <laughs> with, hat extra, with hat extra coming in a close second. <laughs> Seriously. Uh, who won and who lost? Fitzcarran oh, lost. We lost because oh. we didn't get to see um, Sexy Inspector. We got to see her, her, her her austere <laughs> sister. Callus <laughs> <laughs> uh, won, I guess. He's got a Fitzcarran in his belly. Yeah, yeah. And he he poofed out before <laughs> Duncan could go <laughs> yeah. after him. That it. sucks. I mean, I'd love to say Richie won, but he only won third place. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> third place, and no one gives a fuck. And also, we know that so his bad. his racing career is going to be over pretty yeah. soon. Yeah, and no, and yeah, no one cares. I just like that they've kept it up for two episodes now, and no one cares. Yeah, Rich- <laughs> Richie's racing career is like Fitzcarran's living his happiest life. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like it's just one giant monkey oh. shiner waiting to happen. Oh, yeah. He's all right, well, everyone that Duncan cares about, so watch your back, Richie. Yeah. Yeah. So, okay, so Callus won, and who, who <laughs> besides oh, us, who lost? Fitzcarran definitely lost. <laughs> so sad. Because before he was killed, he also was wanted for murder, and his girlfriend left him. Like, yeah. Yeah. Super Louis. foxy girlfriend left him. Ugh, oh, poor Fitzcarran. All right, do you guys want to let me know what's happening next time? I oh. will as soon as I have it to and I just remember how are you not prepared uh, when every week we do this segment which is why I can tell you that we'll be talking about season 3 episode 16 mythos oh big time yeah. um, <laughs> big time oh when I, I honestly I don't remember is it mythos the island that um, Balky lives on no that's mythos I would be amazing if Balky is an immortal. Um, I, I, I know of this character, but I don't remember this character because I don't, I don't, no. I just don't remember that much about the show. Um, when two watchers end up dead by Callus's hand, Joe realizes that Callus is looking for Mythos, the mythical oldest immortal. Uh, in Mythos from Mythos. I wish that would be amazing. <laughs> Uh, McCloud knows that with Mythos with Meth- with Mythos quickening, Callus <laughs> yeah. would finally be strong enough to defeat him. Callus and McCloud race to be the first to find him. Uh, meanwhile, Richie muscles his way onto a top-level motorcycle racing team. Yeah. Oh, no! <laughs> <Good boy. laughs> 
And the champion, Basil, starts to get nervous. Basil? Yeah. Wow. It's and pretty much what mine cares. says as well, Brad. And no one cares. Oh. Yeah. Mine doesn't really say anything else. But oh my god. Yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to it. I I hope Callus goes down. That's what I'm hoping. Yeah. And also, I get so with that, it just makes me think like, okay, that's how he's getting so much stronger. Is I guess you get stronger with quickenings because yeah. that's what that sounds like to me. Um, and so even though he took quickening from like immortals, totally off guard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I guess he was slowly gaining strength. Weak strength, because these guys were just living in a monastery forever. Yeah, seriously. Uh, So, something. Alright, anything else, guys? No. Alright, then we're out. Goodbye. Bye, everyone. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. If you want to send us feedback, you can contact us via notscott at reactionary-sass.com on facebook.com slash groups slash notscott and at notquitescott on Twitter. Call the SAS line 321-710-4947. Our other podcast and individual social media accounts can be found at reactionary-sass.com.